0: Too Old, Too New podcast crossover. My name is Bill Beer, and joining me tonight from the Weird Science DC Comics podcast is Jim Werner. Hello, Bill. Hey, how's it going this
1: evening? (laughs) It's going great. Uh, I finally get to be on with you and talk about a book that I actually like. So that, that'll that yeah. be fun times that's been uh, few and far between lately for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I notice a lot of your podcasts, you're uh, yelling a little and you get a little yeah.
1: stressed out. A little, a teeny bit stressed out, occasionally, occasionally raise my voice, maybe get a little angry, but not tonight. I am here and I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna sit back and relax and and just go with the flow.
0: There you go. It'll be good for your health too. You know, keep the yes, blood pressure be. down. Yes, it
1: will. I need that down. I really do need it down.
0: So, how how did you get into reading comics?
1: Well, I growing up, and, I, and I'm an older fella, uh-huh. older than a lot of the other people that I talk to, and growing up. I was in the you know 80s and stuff where you didn't really want anybody to know that you read comics, and in, in the meantime, I really didn't read a lot. And so growing up, it was kind of something that I kind of wanted to kind of get into but never did, and I ended up having the lucky kind of bad luck to have – the place that I worked at uh, ended up going out of business, and I ended up getting a job with Eric, who I do the podcast with, yeah. and he – basically, I was hired to replace him. He does not have a really good work ethic. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's lazy, but he's lazy.
0: Well, and I do have to say up... every time you're on the podcast, it's like T- Eric took off work today. Yeah, took yeah. off
1: work. <laughs> that, that's what happens, and the problem <laughs> is is yeah, I was lucky uh, to end up going to try to get a job at the place we both still work at now and he had missed i think it was in a month and it was near the end of like april of that year it's years ago but at the end of april he had missed say 15 days that month and when i went in to apply they (laughs) must have been yelling about him that morning so they ended up hiring me and then eric had to train the guy who he was gonna end up getting replaced by so i go they say yes to train me we start working and We weren't talking to each other. I didn't know what was going on. I'm not a guy who can just talk to people, uh, in person at least. So I'm just sitting there. And then out of nowhere, I think he came into work with like a Green Lantern shirt. Uh And I ended up kind of like, oh, yeah, nice shirt. And then he started talking. He was talking a bit about like horror movies. And I don't know anything about horror movies. Then we started talking about 80s movies. But then this Green Lantern shirt kind of led us into the comic book talk and basically for about two weeks he told me everything about the green lanterns and at that point i didn't even know that there was more than one green lantern i I, i'm telling you i didn't even know how jordan uh and he went on and he he was just talking to me because we would just have to work 12 hours at that point together just facing each other doing this crazy job and so he started talking about that and at that point it was also that like week or whatever was when they had the Earth 2 book come out. So this is a little past the beginning um, of the New 52. Okay. And the okay. big news at that point, if you remember, was that Alan Scott was gay yes. in that book. Yeah. And this was big news. It was on all the news. So that started coming up from people even at work going by and like, yeah, hey, I heard that your favorite character's gay. And then <laughs> – he keeps getting angry, like, no, 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 there's there's more than one, one Green Lantern. They just walked by. And there was only like two guys saying that. But then he just started talking to me about comics, and we just started talking more and more about him. Because that seemed to be the only thing you wanted to talk about, I kind of started looking more into it. At that point, I was big video game guy. I mean that was my thing was video games. Okay. But I kind of like steered the, that towards comics and then ended up deciding because I heard, oh, wait a minute. The thing that always threw me off of ever getting in the comics was the fact that I couldn't jump into, say, a Spider-Man, you know, 380. I'm not a guy who could do right. that because it would drive me nuts that I couldn't go back and, and buy all those. And, I, you know, I would have been poor. I would have been destitute right, if I would right. have tried that. So I heard about this new 52. In the meantime, Eric was not reading it. He was against it. He was a guy who was oh, big on he wasn't continuity. reading it at all. no. He had, when the new 52 was announced, and he worked for his buddy at a comic book shop. And when the new 52 came out, he basically said, No, 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 you're getting rid of all my continuity. You know, nuts to that at and ended up not reading it so i ended up actually it's a funny thing in a roundabout way for the podcast and the website and things like that i actually started reading the new 52 with the first book being what we're going to talk about tonight aquaman not even aquaman my favorite deal but this is the thing that i had heard like oh this aquaman it's such a great new start and all this stuff so i started reading and i was actually the guy then who ended up turning it around and telling eric about the new 52 and all these books because then i started just trying to Read everything, and I was the one who got him into the new 52. Then, oh, which I know that a lot of people do not like the new 52 because, like Eric, they didn't like the idea of the continuity, you know, starting over. They also didn't like that it was a little darker than, than before. I loved it, I still do, and it's because it's my first thing that I read. But yeah, basically Eric got me into comics and then I got him back into comics, which is kind of a a weird deal. Uh, But yeah, that's what happened. And
0: I I know a couple, I know a couple people that was at the comic shop I was going to and, you know, they had been collecting books since like the 60s and never missed an issue. And then the new 52 hit and they're like, Yeah, I'm not buying that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to start at number one. I have all these. Like the opposite. And that's the thing that I think that DC had to play. That game, sales were down and all that stuff then. And they really did have to kind of go out on the limb and say, okay, are are we going to alienate some older guys to get new ones in? Which is going to be the thing that will, you know, spur it on? And I do think they lost a lot of people that seemed to come back with rebirth, which to me was kind of odd because, again, it was just a soft. Restart. It, it wasn't even a re- and yet you also start at number ones again. So I I just think that people want to love DC Comics and we're going to come back eventually anyway. But yeah, that's I got in the new Fifty Two. That's why when we talk on the podcast a lot, we bring up a lot of the new Fifty Two stuff because I really enjoyed it. I, I yeah. know that some people disagree. With no, that.
0: Uh, yeah, and and they they with Batman and Green Lantern they sort of kept
1: yep, sort they kept of sort of it's yeah. weird too because they tried to keep it by just saying hey you know those stories you like they're still involved but when you yeah, sat there and like okay yeah they still have them then you're like okay they're supposed to be like this age but yet there's already been all the robins and now Damien's here it didn't make sense. yeah sense yeah. really did if you sat and tried Dick and there's was still like robin it, it from
0: sense. from uh, uh i don't know this year this month yeah. and, and, he that, left here, and the last year the other yeah. one split like, in and J-
1: yeah, Jason Todd was robbing for three months it seems, and so then he was gone. <laughs> yeah. Then they had the whole thing with Tim Drake. Like he wasn't exactly Robin. He was – and people did not like that. People really got and upset. It, and and like they said,
0: they yeah. retconned that already Yes. because yeah. when and they released the to... trade, he wasn't
1: – Yep. Yeah, he wasn't. So yeah. that's the crazy thing. And like – with this whole thing with Dr. Manhattan and rebirth and things like that with these Eric today was talking we're we're at work talking today and we we're talking about the Titans book which deals with Wally and also the the Flash book that comes out this week has a big Wally thing where he re- remembers stuff and we're trying to like piece it together again and it just makes my head hurt because you sit there and say like okay you have five missing years then you also have five years that they skip forward then you have these other miss and eh, it doesn't make sense so hopefully yeah i know well, they will get at something the, at sense. the
0: end of that at the end of this watchman miniseries yeah. everybody's gonna remember everything
1: yeah that's all it'll be that, it's yeah just that's, all be it, that's all it is all the continuity that you everything's in play now and yeah, we yeah me and and you both agree that that's what's going to happen. So, why is it taking so long? Why not just have that? Why not? Yeah, At why rebirth, do we need to take two have... years? Yeah. It's just crazy. But, yeah, but, yeah, we're not here to get angry. You promised me that we would oh, not yeah, get yeah. angry. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. No getting angry. Just, I'm start just raising breathe. My breathe yes, a little. I'm. I'm, I'm all right, I am I'm back in an even kill. I'm in my happy place now. Ready, uh, okay. ready to talk some more. Here okay.
0: <laughs> so the next question is, how did the podcast get started, evolved, yes. that sort of yeah, thing? I,
1: And uh, really, we we started our website first, and we ended up having the website just because – and we've told this story uh, a lot. But the thing about the website was we were going and looking on uh, Comic Roundup, actually. It was like right away. I, I found that site with all the aggregate scores and I thought this is the greatest thing I've ever seen So, and I love reading reviews never had written any review or anything just love reading them and me and Eric started realizing that like you would go on each Wednesday to see the new reviews and things like that and you weren't, that people weren't reviewing every book so I remember one week there was not, there was like one review of Wonder Woman and we thought boy you know that's ridiculous, she's in the Trinity I was really liking the Wonder Woman book, the Brian Azzarello book is what was going on at that point and uh there weren't any reviews so i said you know what this is this is ridiculous so uh, we ended up he i would work like i'd go in at 4:30. i think he was coming in at that point at six and i went in at 4 30 and nobody was there so i ended up on my phone setting up the site i ended up setting up uh, the okay. blogger site and he came in i said we have a site and it was called jim and eric's comic book blog i called it and he's like that is the worst name <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard my life. I'm like, really? I, I like it. It's it's personal. It's and he's like, no, no, no. So we had to figure out a name. Uh, the first name we had was Whopper Wednesday because of, of uh, at, Wednesday. Uh, Burger King deal and also New Comic Book Day. And somehow in our minds, we thought if we call it Whopper Wednesday and someday we get big, maybe we'll get free food from burger king that was the only thought we had so we were gonna go. go we didn't go with that somehow we just decided at the last second to call it weird science because it's a movie we both loved and we're talking about that week that really is the only thing so we started the site and then i kept telling him every month we got to start a podcast we should start a podcast no no nobody wants to hear our jerk off voices it was this exact quote and i'm like well you know what everybody who has a site has a podcast we should do this and it took two years we ended up it was it's like two, maybe one and a half to two years before I finally convinced him that we should have a podcast. And then we just did it. Uh, we ended up going on. We had no idea what we were going to do. He wanted to call it weird out loud. And that's a shout out to uh, at the beginning, because he would still for probably 30 episodes, he would say at the beginning, yeah, this is weird out loud. It, it was nonsense. I said, listen, you, you don't have to get fancy. You just tell them what it is. We are the weird science DC Comics. Club. Just go yeah. with it. And yeah. I said, then, you know, once you get the people there then you can kind of be clever and do your thing uh and let's do that he agreed and we just started the podcast and really mm-hmm. at the beginning we didn't even i think the first it took us three episodes to actually review a book and we had no idea what we were doing and then it just got longer and longer because like the site we were trying to get this mantra deal of let's review every book and that has bitten us in the butt ever since i mean some some of these times when we get done 13 hour podcasts it is ridiculous but i told him i said you know what everybody has to have a thing ours will just be ridiculously long podcasts and and we'll see how that goes from there but yeah really we just started just to start it and that that was that
0: i'll have to be honest yeah i think at one point they were like an hour and a half yes you know uh i'm thinking back in the 50s or something oh, yeah. like it's that way back yeah yeah, yeah they were like an back hour back. and a half uh i listened to an whole episode uh <laughs> when they're 13 hours nah yeah, it's not yeah. happy <laughs> yeah
2: but, yeah. but oh, the best
0: thing I, about I, it you can you can go to whatever you want if you haven't read something you can fast yeah. forward to whatever you want to listen to the yeah, review on. you and, and can really... listen to the emails or whatever
1: Yep. And and we get, it it does actually. I mean, we do this. And, and, you know, there's not, we just do it. And at points, we were just doing it just to do it. Didn't have, you know, we'd have mail and stuff like that, but we weren't really getting. A lot of feedback. We just kept doing it. We've only missed one week ever. That was the second week we've had it. So we've never really since then missed. And uh, I think last week was 172 episodes. So 171 weeks in a row. And it actually gets us upset. If you're listening to the podcast and go, boy, you know, that book only took him eight minutes to talk about. That actually really upsets us all week when I do the thing. And I, we don't yeah. really realize it when we're doing it, But we go, I'm like, Eric, you know that we only talked about Nightwing for like nine minutes? And then I'm like... Oh, that seems like we really bailed out on it and things like that. But one of the things that I said right away from the very, very beginning that I said you will barely ever hear us say, "Well, we don't have much time, or we got to get this, or we got to." I kind of went with that, and it's it's gotten out of control. But we're we're kind of getting it back down to the manageable eight hours. That's what yeah, the I manageable it's what manageable eight hours. But, yes, but. <laughs> And that is why – and I, I understand fully and I understand also that it's probably killed us at certain points. Like there are probably some people like, man, I'd really like to listen, but I'm not going to get involved in that. That's why we have, we have that spotlight once a week. That goes on the regular feed. That's usually, I mean, that can be as low as, you know, or as short as 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, And there's not a lot
0: of nonsense on there. No, we kind of go with just the
1: book. We try to get the book, and it kind of, you know, you can get involved in the nonsense later. And our podcast is a lot of nonsense, a lot of I remember one of the
0: first episodes I listened to, I can't tell you which one it was, but I was working out at the gym, and I put in my headphones, and I knew it was DC Comics, and I'm listening in the first 20 minutes. These guys are talking about nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, talking about nothing. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) <laughs> and even then, I mean, we would get people just yelling at us constantly. I uh, Even on, like, Reddit at some point where when I used to go there and they're like, you know, you are the biggest, you know, jerks ever. Why do you do this? These reviews. We'd get reviews like, oh, you know what? I, you have to wait 40 minutes to get to a comic and things like that. So we try to listen. We're trying to get things a little more tighter, but we still like to yeah. just And, I mean, I was entertained, the... but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I I know. Well, that's why at one point I, we didn't have time stamps and I realized, yeah, people an 8-hour podcast if they're going to listen, they're going to want to know where to go and some people usually start by going to a book that they either like you said haven't read or yeah. Something They only read two books. Well, I'll go to those, a Batman and a a Justice League. But I also think that a lot of times in our podcast, because we do every book, we tend to be a little different than others that we don't sit and cheerlead for DC. We actually say what we mean. We do get angry. And I think that maybe that's one of the other things that we have that some of the other like that review a lot of the books each week don't do. They just want to be positive. And I guess sometimes you have to be You know, have a negative voice out there, I guess, but it's also one of those. I think that's
0: a good thing, you know, to have honest. You're honestly talking about a review. Now, my podcast, for instance, we talk we talk about books that we pick.
1: Yes, so that's what's fun. It's never going to be,
0: you know, uh, a negative thing. No, you're not going
1: to have a two out of ten. Because right. these are the books that you enjoy and pick, and that's cool, and that's what I wish we did. Unfortunately, we do a weekly podcast, but if we right. did just a you know, hey, uh, Jim's comic review show and it's obviously I would just pick two to three, four, whatever books that I enjoy talking about, and it would always be positive, that'd be yeah. great. But to me, if you're doing a weekly show where you are talking about all the books that come out, and then all of a sudden you you, you talk about Batman every time it comes out, but then all of a sudden you don't, you, in my mind you assume then they really hated it, and then it, it's kind of negative anyway, you know, and it doesn't give you that narrative that you go through of getting every book every week. So I I kind of like the way we do it. It just yeah, it tends to get us angry, and, and we do yell and things like that but it's not because we hate the books it's because we want them to be good but and really i i told back to the whole deal about the podcast i finally just told eric that we have to have a podcast to let everyone know that that we're jerks and to you know figure out the real us and you know that's and that's the other thing. When we do talk on the podcast, we do bring up a lot of personal stuff, and there's really no limits to to what we say and do, I, which gets me in big trouble with my family. Yeah. But I do have to agree gets, with that.
0: You have one podcast that I listen to at work, and it geez. gets me laughing out loud, yeah. and I have to. And you know what that one is? A guess off the uh, top of your the head. It's the one with my
1: wife. Yes, <laughs> is, is it's the one yes. with my wife. Yes. That, that Easily. Is the one. Yes, that, that's the one that people seem to like and basically that's on our Patreon that I have. a Jim uh-huh. has issues with his wife, and it's basically a monthly podcast where I get on and scream and yell at my wife that I finally – the ball is in my court, and I get to yell at her. Uh, and yeah, things come out in that one that are crazy, but and yeah, it's I'm because there's crazy. I'm hoping some of
0: that is acted out a little bit. No, I'm hoping no. it's not
1: real. Well, I'll tell you. Even with that one, when we go to do it, she has no idea what we're going to talk about. I – Usually during the month, I start taking notes about crazy things that have come up and uh, just have them there. And and then when we get to the podcast, I have like usually about 10 things, but I only get through three uh, when we're yelling. But no, no, that, that's pretty real. Uh, usually, though, it's me getting yelled at the rest of the month. That's like the 45 minutes I'm allowed to yell, so I go for it. Uh, but yeah most of that stuff's real. Things about her chasing me around with knives, yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's 100% real. It's sad. It's real. And that it's... makes
0: it more funny. I'm sorry. Oh yes, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's
1: crazy. Afterwards, I just I have to go and lay down. And it is like therapy, but it's it's not good therapy. It's like scream therapy. I got to go down and lay down and relax a little. I get my breath, but yeah. That and then usually about two days later, I start getting yelled at about what we were talking about then and things like that. So yeah. that, that is all fine and dandy, but, but yeah.
0: You have a variety of different things that you talk – I mean you even had – I don't know if you've no. done it regularly lately, but the sports podcast that you and Brandon yeah, we, had did. Yeah,
1: me and Brandon. it like, during sport, football and, season. Yeah, we just did it during football because we ended up realizing – and it's not that I don't like other sports, but we uh-huh. focused – um football mainly because it's easy to watch football it's on a couple of days whatever and then once that was done and we were like well i love hockey that's one of my favorite deals is hockey but i can't really spend the time to watch everything so i actually said the brand and that because we don't have the time or you know effort to go through everything that we would kind of wait until football again and that's going to come back during football season yeah but yeah that, that and i like doing that but i i love every sport right now i'm big uh with the sixers now in the playoffs in basketball and the penguins are my team in in hockey so i you know i'm all fired up about that but even then some of the times they come on we're recording and things so i can't even see that right
0: yeah yep so how did you manage uh you know, editing these podcasts during football season when the Eagles are playing.
1: Well, I would just sit there and I would do – that was when I would say to Eric, number one, a lot of times we don't even finish the weeks of recording until Sunday, but that ended in football season. If the Eagles are on, that's – the Eagles are on. And then if you would go back and realize either I would have to get up really early and edit the podcast before – the eagles were on or they were coming out very late because yeah i I watch every second of the eagles yeah and they
0: usually play at like one o'clock
1: yep one o'clock so i that ends up going and then i have to review but even or edit even the like the last couple weeks i've been editing the podcast late it takes me usually about three four hours a week it's crazy but i just sit down and start getting to it and get all angry and listen to things and try to get the you know it's basically the levels we were talking before we recorded a lot of the editing that i do it's not really editing it's just splicing things together and getting levels right because it's too long a podcast to edit and plus i don't know we kind of go with what we say and kind of leave it as is so uh, that's kind of how we we roll with it
2: love comic books then check out parlapod the podcast for die hard fans we've got interviews hi this is kelly chones hi everybody this is john semper this is ming chen hey this is tim Seeley. hey folks this is brian O'Halloran. hey what up this is jason muse and you're listening to parlapod.com comic book podcast News to the news. Reviews. These covers are, are blowing me away. Ugh. So Concept is just too darn good. I wish they had done a better job with it. And all the comic book news you need to know about. Mark Strong is in talks to play the villain, Dr. Savannah. All in, man. He was a great Sinestro, too. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and it's always free to... To download, follow us on social media at Parlapod. Fresh episodes every Wednesday morning, just in time for your trip to the local comic book store. Parlapod, we are your source for everything comic book related. Give us a listen today. If you like talking Batman, we have a podcast here all about that gotham man you smile from ear to ear bat books for beginners bat books for beginners welcome to bat books for beginners you guessed it it's a podcast about batman join chris and jerry as they talk about today's Bat Book, welcome to Bat Books for Beginners. sean we're here to tell you about our podcast worst collection ever
0: and this is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence and it just happens to belong to us
2: we have some of the worst comics from the 70s 80s and 90s they're bad they don't Terrible. they're not worth anything no good. why do we Very own them bad. i own a number of issues of terror inc and guy gardner basically
0: We go around to local comic book stores, and we buy everything we can out of dollar boxes.
2: We tell you about the weird stuff in them. We tell you about stuff that's related to them. We go into tangents. And we're very uninformed, so...
0: Oh my God, totally. But totally check out our podcast, because you'll hear us just talk and joke about Marvel books and DC books from God only knows when.
2: That's right. It's our show, Worst Collection Ever, every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts. Download, rate, subscribe, tell a friend.
0: It'll be good and terrible, but good. When I asked you to be on the podcast, I said, pick a book that you enjoyed when you first got into comics, and you picked...
1: I picked Aquaman number one of the new 52 by Jeff Johns, and pretty much it was my first full comic. Uh, like I said, I actually had a friend growing up as a real young kid whose dad... Uh, he was a, he was a divorced uh, you know his father uh, and mother were divorced and his dad would come over like every two weeks and just throw comics at him and they'd be there and these and they were all Marvel I said to Eric it's like I try to even and this is like I'm like six or seven and I try to remember then and all, all I remember are covers and not even covers just say like oh man I used to like any cover that had the thing on it and stuff like that but I never read them so my actual first like weekly comic because I did read Watchmen uh, mm-hmm. before earlier than that as you know as a, a trade a graphic novel deal but the Sacco Man number one was the first book that I actually went and purchased a single issue of a comic and actually it, if the whole deal would have been it was at the shop that Eric worked at and it really I think if I remember right I went in to and it's at our flea market that we have in town and I went in there. And I went there to talk to Eric because we had already been, you know, working together and whatnot. Right. And he wasn't there. And I was in the shop, and I thought, you know what? I feel kind of weird being in here without buying something. And I always get nervous. I'm the worst with, the, with that sort of thing. I get nervous. I think the guy's gonna hate. Cause I'm, hey, is Eric here? No. All right. And I start looking. I'm looking at the books. And again, I had kind of looked into something and kind of had heard some stuff. Uh, I told you earlier, I was a big uh, video game guy and mm-hmm. one of the sites I would go to every day was IGN. That was a huge right. site for yep. me then. And I remember I remember them having like a front page thing on this new 52 as well. And I went and uh, Aquaman, oh, my goodness, this Aquaman. And by now, this is exactly the month of the zero issues, the, the big second okay. t- uh, event feel. So you had the zero issues, which screwed the hell out of me because I didn't know. Like all of a sudden I see a zero issue. I think that could, comes before one. But the guy actually said, no, 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 that just came out. You want to get the number one? I went. He ended up having Aquaman number one one, I grabbed that and then also at the same time did get the uh, the Frankenstein Agent of Shade book as well. But I kind of put that aside and even bought that as a joke because when I used to talk to Eric and we were looking online like, oh, there's these books and this. I Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. I'm like, that sounds like nonsense. But I saw it there and got that. But I went home and read this Aquaman issue, this number one, and I loved it. I, I mean I'm telling you I was hooked. Uh, I know that the whole whole deal is Aquaman's a joke and I I never really got that because of the fact that I wasn't, you know, into the comic culture or whatever. The only thing I knew from Aquaman would have been the Super Friends cartoon. And that was years before, you know, I had already gone way past that and never really considered Aquaman a joke. I really didn't. Uh to me, when you sit there, because I never got into comics, there's never was a time where I sat and thought, well, this guy's power is this and this guy's power is that just, you know, watch the cartoons and stuff and Aquaman seemed pretty cool to me I always wanted to breathe underwater that was a big thing and (laughs) so I got this yeah I I just I never thought he was a joke so reading this though I got right away and I again I I wasn't oblivious I did hear some things or whatever and I think even Tony the guy who ran the show like oh man you're You're going to like that. He's no longer a joke. I'm like, okay, let's go. Take it. And really, this first issue, it was such a good one. I even said before we started recording to you that rereading it now, I actually look and think to myself, like, boy, I actually picked a really good issue to start with because it's not as dark as some of the other New 52 reboots were. It's more of a badass Aquaman. I mean, there, and you even said. Yeah, and you have, and you're right. You told me before we started. There are a couple really badass moments with Aquaman here. And you're right. There are, and they're not, you know, badass as in, I'm going to cut your head off. It's badass where at points Aquaman just looks at guys in this and gives them a look like, you know what? You better listen to him. Like, he is a badass. And I love it. I also re- realize I hated this villain the 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 trench and, and that the whole thing and that i never liked them though i really they got on my nerves but the book it was so good that i just really liked it and the other thing that gets me is when Mara's in it as well uh you, i kind of like boy the book is not really progressed and this is where when we do our regular podcast and aquaman comes up i do kind of stress to people like you may think that this Aquaman's great but really it's nowhere near as good as this beginning in the New Fifty Two by Jeff Johns, but also a lot of the things, it's the same beats going back and forth, so but boy, I really like this issue. Uh and yeah, if you want to talk about it, we certainly yeah. well, I'm kinda, you know, just but, going on and on. But I really I I love it so much.
0: Yeah, the one thing I have to add, you never in the previous issues or runs of Aquaman. Yeah you you never really saw the Trident. You saw no, it, yeah. but but here he solely uses the Trident in different things. And oh, yeah. when I first saw the cover of this and yeah, the Trident, I'm like, that seems kind of lame to me, really. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, he's, <laughs> he's carrying does. a pitchfork. Yeah,
1: it's a pitchfork. And it is funny you say that because, yeah, the, I think that that's one of the things, too, is obviously Jeff Johns, He doesn't do a lot now. He's doing the Doomsday Clock and things like that. But back in the day, back in these days even, like even the – you know he did the Flash Rebirth and the Green Lantern. He's very big on trying to reestablish characters, make characters, grab characters that people don't want to do and make them great. And I think he does play with that too with the pitchfork because like you said, there he is. It's a pitchfork, and like, no, 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 I'm gonna have him use this trident, and it's gonna be badass. I, we're gonna make this part of it. He's even the thing in this in this first issue, which is very quick. He does so many different things against the, you know, that that joke. Persona of the Aquaman and the jokes of I I mean he it it gets right from the beginning. But really this first issue, if you haven't read it and you just are any interested in the Aquaman stuff, it basically is Jeff John saying, "Okay, you know what? We're just going to take one issue right now. And we're going to prove – I'm going to prove to you on an issue that Uncle Man can be badass and and I will show you that he is. And I I think it's great with all the different things that you have. Almost every scene is based on something that used to be a joke with Uncle Man and then showing it's not – and I think that the Trident is one of them because it is goofy. I mean it, yeah. it, the only thing that he doesn't have in this, he's not riding on seahorses. That, that's the only thing that he didn't grab that – you know. but he, everything else is in there, and I really but like it.
0: He would have made that look badass too. Yeah,
1: I, I'm telling you. He would have made it happen, and it's just I, – like I said, and I don't really like the villain that we got. Throughout this first deal, and and they even came back at the end of his run at uh, Aquaman 25, where they even helped out Aquaman, and Aquaman kind of used them, this trench stuff. I'm not real hip on that. Uh, It kind of begins this issue, uh, but everything else is is just stupendous in my mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and you want to go into the the particulars? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Well, yeah, because it, it it starts out. You do see the trenches there, and they're talking about going to the surface and things like that. You know, they're they're going to go and feed. They're coming out, uh, you know, from way below uh, in the you know the depths of the ocean. They're going to come up, but then we go off, and boy, you go off to Boston. And Aquaman shows up to start pretty much a bank robbery where these guys have taken an armored truck and, like you said, he has that trident. He just stands there with that trident, and you start right away where these guys are like, Aquaman, you know, he better get out of the way, tuna boy, tuna man, and he just goes <laughs> and he, yeah, and he stabs the truck through at the front of the grill. And just tosses it over him and it lands on the thing and then he's just like put down the gun and they start shooting him. I really like the way Jeff Johns does this too when I was reading it again because these guys start opening fire on Aquaman and the armor obviously is deflecting bullets. But one does ricochet and does cut him above the eye. So again, he's kind of showing you you he's not impervious to, to bullets and things. He can be hurt. Uh, but that armor is pretty kick-ass. And,
0: yeah, and and how he throws this truck is awesome. It's that's, so that's, awesome. And we're, we're, what, three, four pages into this yes. book, and it's like, okay, you were already the goofy <laughs> Aquaman. The, the, it the, the wimp. Yeah, he's gone.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's gone. And I'm tell, just the cinematic way that you sit there, and I watch that, you know, as the page progression goes and he throws this truck over him. Is so well done. Like you don't have to see every bit of it. You just see boom, 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 and like oh my god, that is so good. And, then, and the police come, and now you're going to continue where the police are like, hey, uh, thanks a lot there, Uncle Man. And uh, the guy's like, do you need a glass of water or something? <laughs> and it's water. <laughs> he just and he looks at him like a sideways glance and just looks at him like, no, I don't. <laughs> and it's so good. But then there, here's the weird thing. And I told Eric this at work because I forgot about it. Then he just leaps, at two leaps, and he is gone. He is over the city and gone, which is crazy, but it looks cool. It really yeah. looks cool.
0: And, and, and really, uh, the, did you even know he could do
1: that before no. this? No, oh, I'm telling you, I don't even know he could do it now. It's so cool, though. And, and with that, then you have the one cop like, man. I can't believe we just got upstaged by Aquaman. And then the yeah. other guys, yeah, the boys at the station are never going to let us hear the end of this. And again, this is what I like about this book because there is a little bit behind, you know, almost under the surface of it. No pun intended. But Aquaman in this, he has been. You know, off in Atlanta. So he's been doing some things. He's obviously part of the Justice League as well. But because of that, you get the idea that this book isn't just us thinking he's a joke or people getting it thinking he's a joke. The surface world does not understand anything about Aquaman. They really don't. And it continues on yeah. here where they have heard bits and pieces about Aquaman and have kind of come up with their own idea that he is a joke. You have characters in this comic who think that he is a joke this is him coming to establish himself on the surface world as well as us reading it of i'm no joke and and i'm here and he at this point even thinks like i might want to stay here going back to where his dad was but you get the biggest moment that was the big thing i this is the moment i heard of when i you know before i got this the new 52 and to me probably that first month of number one. One issues i i still think that this is the best moment of all it's when aquaman goes to the seafood restaurant and, and orders fish and people <laughs> freak out they all freak out and just like what you, you can't eat fish and also when he first shows up i think that they think that he's there to stop them you know what oh no aquaman's here he's gonna tell us that we can't eat fish the fish
0: and he just, he just walks in.
1: yeah and it's funny because he's just he's in full uniform with his trident still And then sits down, looks at the menu, and like, yeah, I'll take the fish and chips. And like, what? You talk to fish. And this is something that he says that they went with. This to me was a new 52 thing. Uh, They've gone away from it where Aquaman's like, no, no, no. I don't talk to fish. You can't talk to fish. They're not smart enough. They're really not. What they do is you can kind of push them in a certain direction. If you have a school of fish, you could kind of tell them to go left and maybe point them towards that. They've gotten away from that.
0: And you never – it's then. never been defined before.
1: No. Nope. It was it never hasn't. defined. Nope. nope, and I think that that is a really cool thing. Uh, again, the whole idea of talking to fish and then eating fish and whatever, I think that that's one of the biggest things that happened in that first month even though it's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those that it's changed. Right there, it changes so much of to make them less of a joke. But I like it where you have these rumors and things where people don't know. Uh, but then you get the piece of crap uh, blogger who comes and has to – and I'll tell you right now, it's a little too much. We've already established some things here and then you have this blogger sit with him and basically say, listen, what is it like to be the joke? What, what do you – you're the joke of the just – it's a little over the top. Uh, but when Aquaman leaves, he kind of gets mad and he is there because his dad used to take him there and when he does get up. He ends up showing he's a great guy where he gives this waitress who has said that she's working worked all these shifts she's trying to get her kids through school gives her like two gold doubloons also again another thing that really isn't defined much where they're like where do you get money even and he like kind of looks aside and you see him getting this treasure chest with all this gold <laughs> it's kind of a goofy <laughs> moment but again it's it's something that you don't really see spelled out a lot but it makes sense there he's yeah. got a lot of riches and he gives the the lady some gold to kind of like hey you know here you go uh, and she's like, what am I gonna do with this? Uh, put your kids through school. And he is. And and this is why my favorite character is Nightwing, Dick Grayson. It's my favorite character since I started. It's something that I went with right away. I really really like him mainly because I say his superpowers being a great guy. If you need somebody, Aquaman's kind of the same. I know that you know he kind of gets involved in the Atlantis nonsense or whatever, but. He really is always there for everybody, and I think that this does a good job of it as well, where he kind of does, and also shows that he gets mad if you're a jerk to him. He gets mad. It's a really well fleshed out character here, uh, but yeah, I really like it. I don't want to. And this is keep only the first on on. issue. I mean, yeah, yeah, and he Jeff Johns does such a great job, and I, I'll even give a shout out to uh, Hakeem. And again, fresh coup, boom. He uh he does not like Jeff Johns. And I say to him, there's certain things that I think you should read. You'll really get the idea. Yeah, you're you don't get a lot of Jeff Johns nowadays. Uh but at this point when he was doing this, the Green Lantern book that was Hal and Sinestro, he ended up there where he did a couple things of vibe later. Uh, he really was Hitting on all cylinders in my mind. He was really killing it. And uh, it's a shame now that a lot of people jumped on a rebirth. The only thing they know is the rebirth special, which was incredible, but also the doomsday clock, which, you know, some people are in, some people aren't, but the delays are killing and, everything. Yeah, if, so, if they
0: came out every month, you know, it would people be, would be
1: all into it. Yeah, and I'd yeah. be as well. But yeah. Uh, you want to continue? I don't want to talk about it all myself. I, no, I, no, no, I no, no. On the, like the one thing I
0: wanted to say is, you know, this issue, the the, uh, the Aquaman suit, you know,
1: yeah.
0: his original suit has sort of come back for yeah. this issue because yeah. they always tried to do in the past gimmicks of some type. He had yeah. a water hook hand, hand. Yeah, you know, he yeah, had no, a hook yeah. hand, um, yeah. a beard. Uh, they sort yeah, of brought yeah. back the beard because yep. yeah, of they did. the movie, but but
1: but don't you agree that like it's the other and Ivan Rice is on art, it's incredible. Yeah, and he's great. It's so it, it's almost again. I could just picture Jeff Johns being there, and he's like, okay, what are we going to do? And they're like, okay, you got Aquaman, he and and really from what I've heard, they were like, listen, Jeff. You get first pick. You get the first pick of any book you want. I'll take Aquaman and Green Lantern, which the Green Lantern is what he was doing before and and doing all that stuff. But Aquaman was like the other pick. Uh, Really? You want Aquaman? Yeah, that's what I want. And I I will say as a cynical guy, I've said before because then he did Vibe later. It's almost like he was trying to pick characters that if they failed, he has an out. Like, oh, well, well, Aquaman. You know, everybody thinks he's a joke anyway. But with that, I think that when he went into this, maybe they were having some sessions, you know, some uh, throwing ideas out and about with everybody, editors and things They're like, OK, what what do you want to have a suit like? Like, do you want to have the hook? Head? No, no, no. I, I want the classic, the, the one that's a joke. What, but yeah. no, everybody left. No, no, no. We're going to make them like this. This is what this book is about, where we're going to give them the classic, you know, Aquaman that everyone throws shade at. And we're gonna make them love it. And I do right away. And that the it, it looks badass. The outfit when he comes in, when he walks into that restaurant, I mean everybody stops to look. He looks badass. He really does. He does. Love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah, then you go and get with Mara, and Mara's there, and and you have the whole thing where he's thinking back at his father, his father obviously a surface dweller that you you'll end up hearing that a lot in any Aquaman book about the surface versus Atlantis things like that but his dad was the guy in Amnesty Bay who ran the lighthouse and ended up talking to him like yeah you know what I could I could be a captain of a ship but i like to do the lighthouse because that's the one who stays on land and helps people and really you see that his dad was the guy like you're here to help everybody should help and he's at amnesty bay and there's mara mara comes and pretty much at this point it seems like aquaman kind of does want to kind of go back to the surface for a while and leave atlantis behind unfortunately later he kind of gets called into duty and and then you get crazy stuff with with ocean master and things like that yeah uh but yeah, I like it. And now, again, though, this little bit with Mara really has not progressed much in the, yeah, how many issues now. We're almost at like 80 issues of Aquaman uh, right. since this. Right, you and count it, a rebirth yeah, restarted. Yeah, rebirth and... and stuff, yep. Yeah. And you really don't get much of a progression. You're always getting – this is the one thing about I really – Dan Abnett is a good writer. I, I really wish they would mix things up and get somebody else who is a – you know, a great writer. Somebody will take some chances or do some stuff. Because after after Jeff Johns left this book, you had Jeff Parker, then you had Cullen Bunn. You had a bunch of guys and there was bits and pieces of it that were good. You had the Jeff Parker, I don't know if you read the uh yeah. when uh, the uh, class reunion issue, which was great. One of my favorite issues of the entire New Fifty two. But there was also a lot of goofy stuff. And it's again, you realize that without having like a, a really, you know, pinpointed thing that you want to do, they always and it's like a, all these, there's a lot of books. Cyborg, you're always going to end up fighting a techno you know, whatever. It's always going to be a computer based deal. Aquaman's always about Atlantis versus surface world and I'm kind of getting sick of it, but in this then you end up Pretty much going, and then the the, the trench, and the, those guys come and and pretty much kill these guys on the boat, and they're heading into Amnesty Bay, and that's kind of where it ends. There's not, it's a very quick read. I, I'm not going to tell you that if you get this, it's going to be, you know, you're going to sit there for ten hours. It's a very quick read, but it's really good. I think it's really really good.
0: And Jeff Johns isn't super wordy. No, you know? no,
1: like- it, yeah, when and he he lets the. Art, tell the story as well. I yeah. mean, there are points in this where you'll have, you know, a five panel page where two of the panels really have one word on it, but everything is really good. He lets the artist, and, and it's Jeff Johns. He's going to yeah. get the artist that he wants as well. So you have an Ivan Rice, it was, it was great. But yeah, like you said, it's more of a. Visual storytelling, and that's why I always liked Jeff Johns because to me, this is back in the day. And again, I I used to say a lot of things without any background. I just would say things, just say them. <laughs> but why I love Jeff Johns is at least at that point, I thought that okay, this is a guy, and I I say it a lot now, where you have a lot of these guys who are doing comics. And it almost seems like they're doing comics just to kind of go to the next thing and, and do something else. Or they want to write comics to impress people. They want to write comics to show that they're the smartest person in the room. Jeff John seemed, especially at this point, he wanted to write comics to write comics. That was what he loved. So for he the was love doing what up yeah. And yes, and to, for more comic fans and more of this, it wasn't for Eisner's. It wasn't for accolades on Twitter. It was to... Get you some really great characters and reestablish some great characters and then go with it. But it really, at the end, this first issue just feels like a great comic. Doesn't feel like he's trying to win awards. It doesn't feel like he's trying to make an allegory on, you know, pain and suffering of war or trying to say that this is about this or that. No, this is Aquaman kind of going through the day of coming back to the surface world and wanting to kind of settle down and do things and that's what it is and it's awesome because of that i kind of miss that a lot of times now in this rebirth a lot of the stable of writers that we have at dc right now just seem more concerned about getting applause and getting the and not applause for a man you write a great comic Mm -hmm. it's more of Oh, you, you're such an intellectual. I said at one point, and this is a guy, you know, Dancing Mike, if he's out there, he's going to say about Scott Snyder and how Scott Snyder's my boy. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think Scott Snyder fell into that whole deal later of wanting to impress people more than just write a great comic. So everything yeah. had to have. Other meanings, or it had to have you know these panels that oh my goodness the illusion that it, whatever or I don't
0: or need... so complicated that yes, you know you, don't you had that. to this, read it like five times that's, that's, to understand exactly. what the heck was going on. No,
1: Jeff Johns just gives you the thing, and that's why in Doomsday Clock now the one thing that kind of upsets me is it seems like he's trying to be Alan Moore. He's trying to do the sequel to Watchmen, so it doesn't feel exactly like. You know, Jeff Johns. It's Jeff Moore. It's a combination of the, you know, Alan Moore and Jeff. And I, I like this Jeff Johns. I want this back because this, the Justice League, and I even didn't mention that he was doing the Justice League as well. Mm-hmm. He was doing some of the bigger books. In the new 52, and then you know, he got involved in the movie stuff, and it seemed like that's now his kind of passion. And these kind of and that the Doomsday Club just seems like him coming back to, well, I'll give you a solid, I'll give you a hand and do this, the big event, yeah. whatever. I, I don't like that. I like this Jeff Johns, a like Jeff Johns, every. Month of a book, not you know just one book that we're going to get every three months and that stuff. So yeah, I miss it. I miss having a comic that's just a fun comic, and this is what this is. And yeah, I wish we had more of it. But again, so how excited was? Sorry, no, no. I was just saying. I keep going on and on. I I want to.
0: How how excited was DC when they have their best writer, their most popular writer, say, hey. I want to do Aquaman. Yeah, that that hasn't been able to keep a series going on. Uh, Peter David's run was about the longest run, you know, in that kind of
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, and with that, I think that when it happened again, they you kind of get where I think that what he picked this book. And you can see he had an idea of what to go. This wasn't just a, okay, uh, we're going to get our most popular writer. Let's put him on a shitty book so it sells. But I think they were probably ecstatic. They were probably like, okay, you know what? This is going to kick it. kick. <laughs> we got our most they, popular yeah.
0: writer on oh, a crappy yeah. book.
1: And it's so funny. It's like, oh, what do you want? Oh, you have Green Lantern. Obviously, that's a really popular book. It's a big book. You got Justice League and Aquaman. Like I said, later he did the – he revived Vibe and – uh he, he did that and he just went on with these things because then he – this run of his lasted 25 issues of Aquaman. The Green Lantern, he ended at 20 and then just kept doing Justice League. He he did throughout, uh, but yeah, and then once you got him off the book, the sales did go down. They, they did because he's he was a superstar at this point, and I, I wish that a lot of people would go back and read this that haven't read this and have only known – Uh, The Rebirth stuff because I think that a lot of new readers – like when I jumped on The New 52, a lot of people may have said the same thing about, say, a Grant Morrison to me. Like, listen, you you can't just – you got to go back and read all of his stuff and things like that because you'll be amazed. And I think that now people with Rebirth, they just don't have enough Jeff Johns to to realize how good this guy is as a comic book writer. Nothing more, nothing fancy just a comic book writer and it's just fun and it's actually refreshing to read something like this that's just there to be kick-ass and fun no and
0: i forgot how much fun this was yeah you know it's so good yep well i wanted to thank you for coming on
1: yeah no problem i,
0: I, I really appreciate I love... it as a longtime fan of your podcast i wanted
1: to yep and i love your guys i ended up when i saw you guys came back i was so excited I told Eric because I I said we're not really allowed to listen to podcasts now. They're kind of getting back to it now. But, yeah, I love listening to you guys. I I love it, and I love listening to a podcast that is positive. (laughs) There you go. I love the positive podcast because I'm done yelling about the the books that I hate. I like to hear things that people get excited about. Plus, I love the concept. I told Eric right away I love the concept of your podcast. I think it's pretty cool. I I really like the idea of that too new too old deal because you kind of get a flavor of what you guys liked in the past and then what you like new i think that's yeah cool. if you'd
0: like to join the conversation we're on twitter at too old too new and i'm at gotham night 13 you can send us an email if you want to join you know our little podcast crossover you have a podcast you want to you want to get together if you'd like to email us it's Two old, two new Podcast at gmail.com. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And we will see you later. We have come to the end of another
2: exciting episode of the Comic Book Podcast, hosted by Bill and Seth. Join us next time. We review two old and two new comic books. Watch ya!